Hello out there in podcast land. This is Irvin Barfield again from the Fairview Baptist Church at Elm Grove, Louisiana, one of the best churches in the world. And I thank God for another blessed day. Thank Him for Jesus and His redemptive work. And I thank Him for the Holy Ghost. Thank God for the members of, of the Fairview Baptist Church at Elm Grove and the rest of the saints that's listening in. And sinner friends, if there be any, and may God bless each of you. There is a word from the Lord today in the book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel, the 37th chapter of Ezekiel, and beginning at the 15th verse. 37 and 15, we'll read up to about that 20th verse. The 37 and 15, turn it with me. In the word, say in the word of God, and I know most of the time when we think of 37 chapter Ezekiel, somebody saying, oh, dry bone. No, it's not dry bone this time. We're going to tell you what it's going to be in a minute. But here we we see in the 37 chapter, beginning at that 15th verse, the word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, moreover, thy son of man. Take the one stick and write upon it for Judah and for the children of Israel, his companion. Then take another stick and write upon it for Joseph, the stick of Ephraim, and for all the house of Israel, his companion. 17 verse 8, and join them one to another. Into one stick, and they shall become one in thine hand. 18 verse, and when the children of thy people shall speak unto thee, saying, Will thou not show us what thou meanest by these? Say unto them, Thou said the Lord, thus said the Lord, Behold. I would take the stick of Joseph, which is in the hand of Ephraim, and the tribe of Israel, his fellows, and will put them within him, even with the sticks of Judah, and make them one stick, and they shall be one in my hand. The 20th verse say, And the sticks whereupon Thy writers shall be in thy hand before thy eyes. Here we can see that God believes in togetherness. All we have believed in togetherness. When he placed Adam in the garden, he said that it wasn't good. Go back to the origin of things. You always find out what God said it wasn't good. That, that man be alone. And I don't think really and truly it's good for no one to be alone. And no one man is an island. We heard that before too. But anyway, I just want to talk a little while to you about two sticks and God. Two sticks and God. God has always used metaphor and simile to explain or use them as parables to break down things so we can see and we can understand it. He can see clearly, but a lot of times we have problems in seeing things. So what he does, what God does, he 
he make it so plain that a fool won't even have. One preacher say that 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 uh, always have your message down low enough where a cow can get it because the giraffe neck is long enough to reach down and get it anyhow. But but when we look at this Christian friend, there's all sorts of stick. There's walking sticks. Some folks balance on up the part. So they have to use sticks in order or a cane in order not to fall. There's hockey sticks and sometimes used as a weapon when they're playing the game. There's policemen sometimes carry a billy club, a billy stick, some folk call it, a billy club, billy stick, in order to help keep the peace, so to say. Then we had a yard stick that measured out to be 36 inches or three feet long. Now, shepherd carried or used a rod and a staff. Uh, they used rods and they used staff for, for the sheep, not as a weapon for them, but as to lead them and to pull them out of holes and pits. The scripture also say, if we spare the rod, the child will be spoiled. But to bring you to our text today, two sticks and God, and that 15th verse, God spoke to the prophet Ezekiel again. Not about dry bone, but rather joining or united Judah and Israel together again. See, it's, it's a sad thing whenever God's people are divided among themselves. Satan wants God's people to be separated. Oh, yes. Whenever a kingdom is divided against itself, it cannot stand, and it will not stand. The two sticks uh, in this was a type of uniting uh, of Jews and Gentiles, Jews and Samaritan, and, and, and Christ and his church and, and this, and to his kingdom, which is to come. God is saying, Ezekiel, I want Judah and Israel to become one. In the hands of God, God yet want his people to become one. For they had been two sticks beating and bruising on one another for years, for a long time, long, long period of time. Brothers and sisters, kin folks and all. And isn't it strange how kin folks and sisters and brothers can beat up on each other and, and don't seem like they have any remorse at all? But here we see God wants Judah and Israel to become one in the hand of God. And all. For they had two sticks. Two sticks beating. There were two sticks beating and bruising one another. If God loves us, and we ought to love one another. And God went a little farther with two other sticks. For there were two sticks on a hill called Calvary. And these two sticks was for uniting mankind everywhere. See, that's what God believed in. He believed in unification. He believed in togetherness. That's why he came. He came to seek and to say that which is lost. And I'm so thankful today that God want us to be united. He don't want us to be separated. Now, for those who believe in separation, that's of Satan. Satan wants you separate. Satan wants you fussing and fighting. Satan wants confusion because that's his job. 
But for the people of God, God is telling Ezekiel, I want my people to come together. Choose a Gentile. I want them to be one people. There would be no brown heaven. There would be no black heaven or white heaven. Uh, we gonna, it's just going to be heaven. And everybody, the Bible said, do not yet appear what we should be. But one thing for certain, we will be like him. And if we're going to be like Jesus, then we ought to start practicing togetherness here. If we can't do it here, don't look to talking back. We'll do it when we get there. See, sticks are objects, and, and, and when two objects come together, something will happen. First, God will be glorified. Second, we will be sanctified. And third, the devil will be horrified. Ephesians 2 and 4 say, For he is our peace, who had made both one and had broken down the middle wall of partition between us. God won't one shepherd. God was one flock. God gave his only one, his one and only son, to make us one. Isn't that good news? That, that's, that is really great news. He gave all what he had. He gave the best what he had in order to make us a better people. And he left an example how he wants us to get along. You can't say, well, I don't know how to handle Yes, you do. It's written throughout the Bible. Love ye one another. Love is the greatest out of faith, hope, and charity. He said love is the greatest. That's why we miss out on togetherness when we won't love. We refuse to love one another because something would happen like in Jonah's days to his people. He didn't want to go to Nineveh, even though it was 120,000 souls to be saved. But Jonah said, no, I don't want to go there because I remember what they did to my people. Get over it. Get over it. Together we stand. In the body we'll fall. Together. Strength. Strength. Come from together. Togetherness. If you get those large matches that used to use you you use use to get big ten cent box of matches when I was a child, and they was huge matches too. And you put one or two in your hand, you can pop them like talking about, but get a handful of them. And try to break those handfuls. You can't do it. You might be a strong man, but 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 together we stand. Look at Jesus. When when he saw that there was seemed like there was no hope at all, seemed like man was just going now down with trend. You know what Jesus did? Jesus. God dressed Jesus up in the rags of humanity. He came down to see about us. Because we had many hang-ups. And I tell you that all the time. Jesus came because of our hang-up. He was hung up because of our hang-up. Those two, two sticks. One was going to cross. And the old preacher would say that it, they was far showing the unity uh, uh, down here at each other. And one was going vertical, up and down. That was the communication towards heaven. Aren't you glad that Jesus went to Calvary? Aren't you glad that he died, suffered, bled, and died out on that hill? Being accused, being abused, couldn't find nothing wrong with him at the trial. And I thank God today. I do thank God today that he is a togetherness God. He loved everyone. He said, love ye one another as I have also loved you. So we want to be together and we got to love. Can't be hating and be together. 
together we stand. And divided we fall. Two six in God. I don't care how many nations there are. When we get to heaven, we'll be all God's children. Won't be no Jews. It won't be no Samaritan. It won't be no black. It won't be no white. It won't be no brown. It, we, we will all be the children of God togetherness. And we need to start practicing right here on planet Earth. Before we leave planet Earth, we need to start practicing togetherness. Husband and wife, stop letting say throw thought bombs into your mind. He see you getting along good. He's going to try to separate you. If you a young man, you have a nice young lady, don't don't throw her away. Hold on to her tight. My wife and I have been married for 50 years now, on March the 21st. We have had our up and down, but through it all, we have learned how to depend upon Jesus. Through it all, we, in spite of everything else, we have learned to love one another. Thank God today for Jesus. For his death, for his burial, and his resurrection. And don't forget, he got everything together, what he need to get together. He said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you, but if I go away to prepare a place, I'll come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, you're going to be there too. He believed in togetherness. He believed in us loving one another as he have also loved us. God bless your soul today. And I pray that this message was a help to you. Continue on to pray for the coronavirus victim. Continue on to pray for mankind everywhere. And if Sister Washington is listening, I pray that God will continue on to bless her and the devil, her husband, Brother Donald Washington. And Fabio, what I have to say to you on second Sunday in June, we're going to give it a trial run. Uh, have practicing social distance back at the Fairview Baptist Church. For those of you who listen, until then, until we meet again, we love you, God love you, and stay in the blessing arena. Don't step on our side of the boundary of, of the line of grace. Stay, stay in, in that circle of grace. Amen. God bless you. God keep you. Till next time.